You are listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast, and this is our review of Justice League. I'll take that as a yes. What? The ring. Signal, that's your, oh, shit, sorry. That's your signal, that means we have to go now. Yeah, that's, that's what that means. It's so cool. All right, everyone, you were just listening to the trailer for Justice League, and the story is as follows. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against this newly awakened enemy. Despite the formation of an unprecedented League of Heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. The film is starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, Connie Nelson, J.K. Simmons, Syrian Hines, and not Willem Dafoe. <laughs> it is directed by Zack Snyder and written by Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon. Join me for this review. DJ Valentine is back from SimplisticReviews.net, everybody. Uh, being on this show is a fitting intermission to my 13-hour Punisher series binge, so I am pleased and happy to be here. And Next Best Picture's own, Deanne Chiesese. Hello, I'm in a really good mood, and I'm going to be really positive on this review. <laughs> Let me first start off by saying that I'm glad that I have both of you here, mm. and I'll tell you why. I lost my notes oh, okay. for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a guy named Superman, and there's a guy named Batman. <laughs> 
I watched the movie. I had my notes. I was writing them down. <laughs> Believe me, they were funny in and of itself. <laughs> right. And then I lost my notebook, and I don't know where it is. Mm. And somewhere, someone's gonna find like just random like <laughs> adjectives and words. Why is there so many f words in this book? <laughs> well, because I don't label. Um, I don't label like the the, the movie. I I just start writing on the page. Mm. So they're gonna just be so like confused, essentially. Mother box. What the fuck is a motherfucking mother box? <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So. I am trying to go off of memory on this, and to be perfectly fair and honest, it was not all that memorable to me. Uh, Before I get into my own thoughts on the matter, DJ, you are the guest here, and also the most knowledgeable when it comes to the comic book lore. Not saying much, So why don't you start us off (laughs) running here with your thoughts on Justice League? I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay positive on on this film. I'm going to stay positive on Justice League. I like the interactions of the characters. I like the characters' interpretations themselves. Wait, wait, wait. Um, even even, even Bro-Man, as I'm calling him? Bro-Man. Or Bro-Qua-Man? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Aquaman kind of has room for interpretation. And I mean, they made that decision long time ago, so I was kind of like... Ready for it? Okay. So, you know, I mean, I mean, if they if they walk if I walked in and that was what they gave me, this is Aquaman. But I I know Jason Momoa. He's been doing doing bro Aquaman since Comic Con, so I, I knew that's what they were going. So it didn't bother me as much. And he's his interactions with the characters was it was entertaining to me. Uh, the 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 Ezra Miller Flash I liked, though it's leaning more toward the Wally West version of Barry Allen, but a uh, Wally West version of that character, not the Barry Allen version. Uh, but I, I, the thing that really stuck out to me is how much I like Superman in this movie, uh, because he's. Oh wait, 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 wait! Superman's alive. Super. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry. A cer- a certain character who happens to fly. If you didn't know Superman was in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and Henry Cavill was just like walking around premieres. But but DJ, in the he, first he's trailer. not in any of the trailers, or <laughs> he is in the trailer. I, maybe one poster, I but I think that was more like a homage. He's than in anything. the trailer. Lois is having a dream about him. I, I guess this means yes. You've seen the trailer, folks. If you didn't know Superman was in this movie. You're either living, you're like living in a spider hole, or <laughs> you were just. Wait a, a minute, Superman was dead. Oh wait, hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's time to talk about Kevin. No, um, no, yeah, <laughs> uh, no. But I think the interpretation of this Superman, I think, or Kal-El, or whatever you want to call him, uh, was the best I've seen for since maybe uh, Tim Daly's Superman. Maybe because mainly because. He wants to save people, and he's actually not brooding, and he's happy, and he's telling jokes. Not like, you know, stand-up jokes, but he's lighthearted. Not saying everything has to be lighthearted, but Superman has to have a little bit of joy. And being Superman, it's the first time I've seen him. And again, putting him aside, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is the most fleshed-out and well-portrayed character in this universe and in this movie. She has the best arc of any character, in my opinion, in this movie. Even though they made her whole character... Um, a hang-up on a lover that's been dead for 100 years. Well, they did that in the first movie. They made it in a Wonder Woman movie. She's, the, the movie ends with her hung-up on, on, on Steve Trevor. So, I mean... I know, and I didn't agree with it then, and I don't agree with it now. But that's... I, I, that, that is the... I mean, if you take that away... As, I think the impact of Steve, her being weak to, to... I don't think her uh, longing for Steve Trevor makes her weak. Put it that way. I think if... 
we do that, then you can't. You got to take away why is Batman always worried about his parents? I mean, if you lose somebody that you love in your life and you and it holds you, it, it, that you have that emotional conflict. To me, that just makes you a realistic person. If Steve, Trevor I, was, I guess what I'm most confused about is if they're gonna, you know, establish this storyline where Diana, you know didn't want to save humanity and she just went, went into like hiding uh in the aftermath of steve trevor's death then what the hell is wonder woman 2 going to actually be about because i think well, most that, of us assumed <laughs> you know we were going to get like world war Two uh era wonder woman or vietnam war wonder woman or right. something you know so but according to this movie now as far as canon is concerned she kind of just went into hiding until batman v superman Right, which I think Gal Gadot had uh, expressed that she wouldn't have ever done that, but they kind of hit you. They kind of try and not retcon it, but address that situation, why she stepped away. Again, I don't mind that she's hung up on Steve Trevor. I don't mind that Batman calls her kind of on it. I don't mind that because you don't want to have Wonder Woman. And again, Wonder Woman is my favorite character in this universe. She is the Wonder Woman that I grew up with. And separate of the the origin stuff she is interesting and i don't mind her having that flaw i don't i because I, if she was just you know i mean captain america is hung up on on freaking peggy carter and we don't mind that i don't mind that it makes them more human to me so yeah but that was different though he was cryogenically frozen during that time so there is a little bit of a difference there it she's still, actually been through some more shit you know still a and she's seen the world change and a woman that beautiful i'm sure she's had many guys try to approach her um <laughs> bruce wayne <laughs> no wait chris chris pine or bruce wayne or ben affleck or chris pine eh, i don't know i it's, swear it's, to god if they <laughs> eventually get to a point where it's her and Bruce. I- I'm gonna vomit. Well, that's kind I of really that's am. the that's the show. That was that's how it was in the show. So I I because that she and I mean not to get comic booky, but Wonder Woman has been with Superman and she has been with Batman in the comic books and in the cartoon show. The one I've always leaned toward was uh, Batman in her relationship and the Superman in her relationship because I don't know Superman without. Lois Lane just seems odd to me, <laughs> and but yeah. but the the, di- the dynamic between Bruce and Diana in all mediums, not just this movie, has always been a more interesting relationship. But I mean, I I can, I can understand you know the, the foundation of which these movies are built upon is uh, weak. But can we uh, like just uh, springboard off of that for a minute here? And uh, Deanne, feel free to chime in. Uh, one of the things that I definitely remember while watching this movie. Is there is a tremendous difference in how Zack Snyder portrays Wonder Woman through the male gaze versus how she was portrayed in Wonder Woman through Patty Jenkins' gaze? Agreed. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, a couple of things there. On um, if we're going to go down this road now, we'll do it. Let's talk the Wonder Woman road. So I, I definitely, obviously, loved the first one, and I loved that portrayal of her, and I think what made her so amazing. And why I that movie was just resonated with me in so many ways is that. She was beautiful and stunning, but, you know, not sexualized, um, at least not to me anyway. And but yet she was strong and she was a leader, but she was also very empathetic and she was idealistic in some ways. And all of that, I think, was just represented so beautifully in that movie. And I don't feel like that translated quite as well here. But to the conversation that you guys were having around um, her her love that she lost and how she was kind of hung up on that. I do think that at least plays into that in terms of her being this person who is able to empathize and um, 
and and connect with people that way and getting people on board for what she's trying to do through that type of leadership. So for that reason, I liked that. It, it didn't bother me. And in fact, I found thinking about her relationship with him looks um, like much more interesting to me than even thinking about the Lois Lane and Superman stuff. I was less interested in that, which is crazy because it was front and center. Um, but as far as the filming, I... I I, look, I was maybe looking for it a little bit. I, I kind of had this on my mind going in. I definitely felt like camera angles were looking upwards a lot of the time. Did you guys notice yeah. that? Yeah, her walking down yeah. the street with her with her hot pants and all that. Yeah, that was the main thing. It was just more, you know, the angle of the camera that that kind of. But, but then I kept going, God, am I looking for this? I almost want to go do like a side-by-side. I'm curious what you guys think. No, because I actually watched Wonder Woman one time at home, and I actually took that viewing as a way to say, you know what? I think I'm going to try and look and see if there's uh, any sexualization of how she's portrayed on screen. And, and it's it's not there. Here, I swear to God, I thought I saw some cheek on the butt at one there point. There was cheek. Yeah. 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 Right? It, yeah. I'm not going nuts there. Okay. Okay. So if I'm not going nuts, then I, 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 I God, I can't believe I'm going to say this right now, but walking out of Justice League it actually made me, and I can't believe like this is even possible, it actually made me dislike Wonder Woman, the movie, a little bit more because of just how her character was portrayed in this one. And I, I swear to God, I, I think they just, this is not the continuization of that character's story that I wanted to see. Or I think many people wanted to see for that matter. I think we're, I think what we all should be doing is we should all just be, you know, getting rid of Batman v Superman and Justice League out of our minds. And if um, Wonder Woman 2 is another uh, prequel slash sequel, let, let's just keep those films in the canon. And let's just forget these other two films ever exist. Because I'm telling you right now, my biggest hang up. Uh, if we're talking about hangups here, is that and I and I and I pounded this drum so hard last year with Batman v Superman. Warner Brothers and DCs have fucked themselves over harder than I can remember anyone fucking themselves over in this industry in a very 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 long time. Because it seems to me that they have been playing damage control hardcore instead of trying to actually make a good movie. You know the Marvel. Uh, model, so to speak, of standalone films lead to group film and then rinse and repeat, right? Right. They didn't do that here. And that was the biggest mistake that they have ever made. They did Man of Steel. Fine. I actually like Man of Steel. I, I don't love it. I like it. I think it's I think it's good. You know, a nice six out of ten movie for me. Batman v Superman, right after that. They try to introduce Batman. They try to continue the Superman story. They introduce Wonder Woman in that movie as well. That movie is two and a half freaking hours long. And it's one of the worst films of 2016 as a result. You, you're trying to tell me that they could not be patient and do a standalone Batman film, standalone Wonder Woman, which we did get this year, and then do Batman v Superman? And then maybe after that, do Justice League? Or at the very least, maybe give us that Flash and Aquaman film in between? Something, you know? But instead, I mean, I guess the only saving grace here is we got two hours instead of two and a half hours. But that's another huge issue. That's what I hate about this movie. That's that's the thing I don't like about this movie is that it's two right. hours. Right, and it's like <laughs> they're, they're yeah. trying to focus more on 
the character dynamics, um, how they bounce off of each other in terms of dialogue and humor and trying to make this movie a manageable runtime because that's one of the things that people complain so much about with Batman v Superman. But what they just need to realize and understand is you can make a movie four freaking hours long and if it's good, no one's going to complain. No. That's the that's well, the problem. Wait, 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 wait. There will be people who will complain. <laughs> but I, am I am I'm with you. I again, I've all you know me, Maddie. I I I've always said the movie can be twenty hours long if it's great, if it's put together well, if it's you know you know constructed constructed well and entertaining and interesting. I don't give a damn how long it is. If it's skim milk, which this kind of going into some of the things I don't like and super super stripped down where people arrive and you're like how did they even know where to be that's when you're, you're you're hurting the film you're you're pulling stuff away i don't the thing about the justice league in general is they're 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 really interesting characters so when you're streamlining their character stuff and you're focusing more on really 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 spotty cg and action sequences it's like oh I'm, I like when they're sitting around talking. What was everybody saying off of Avengers? Not, I, I, God, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, but the best part about these, when these characters are just talking, and, when, and the best part about these movies, this movie, and you know, movies in general, when, when they are having conversations, the thing we're, we're kind of fighting about about the Steve Trevor situation. I like that scene just because they're having an interaction. Wonder Woman is talking to Batman while everybody else is chiming in. I like that stuff. Yeah. Because you get to see different perspectives of different characters from different walks of life. That's interesting to me. A I CGI agree. cutscene guy walking around doesn't really – I don't give a shit. And not to mention, too, because there's no standalone films to introduce the Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg to us, and they only have this movie with one scene for each one of them. Mind you, Aquaman doesn't even get a setup scene. Bruce is already there, and that's our introduction to Aquaman. You know, but at least with Flash and Cyborg, we get a little bit of backstory before they actually quote unquote join the team, so to speak. And then they have their um actually Cyborg doesn't even get like they kind of like an ending, they cut so out to speak. Like 90% of Cyborg's back. They- yeah, and then uh Flash has another scene with uh Billy Kudrup, uh, who plays his father in right. the movie. And I remember like when they introduced uh, Billy Kudrup as his father, I remember thinking, there better be one more goddamn scene with Billy Kudrup. If they just brought him in for one scene, <laughs> like characters yeah. are just being wasted left and right in this. What like, about JK like, Simmons? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, they hyped up that role so much, and he was in one scene. Yeah, uh, nothing beats Mara. Mara just arrives. Uh, like, oh, sorry. That's Spoiler alert. I guess even though she again, she's at the premiere and then the whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's Amber Heard, right? Am- yeah, Amber Heard. Yeah. When when she's they they have that there. Either either give me all of it. But don't give me a piece of it. Don't give me the steering wheel without the wheels and the and the and the seats. I, I want to have all of it. Just don't let me walk. I don't want to have to deal with that stuff. Especially when I know it's so obvious in the editing that they've taken chunks, huge chunks, out of that uh, Bruce Wayne meets Aquaman scene where they're doing narration, almost like a J cut, where he's talking as he's walking into town. We don't know how he got there. Where. Why the parent, the entire town is gathered around it? We have no idea. We were supposed to be introduced to Atlantis in this movie. I, I kind of joked about in the beginning about Willem Dafoe was supposed to be. Did we in get this an establishing movie. shot of that? Even Atlantis? Did we even get an establishing? Is this like they're in a room? Right? Nope. <laughs> yeah, they, they, he just goes into water, and all of a sudden now they're in this 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't They're know in this what chamber. <laughs> here's what I will say. I mean, look, I'm Suicide Squad, right? That whole intro of oh. here's how we're going to introduce these characters through great rock songs of all time. Oh, like, God. it's one of the most obnoxious oh, things to me. I think oh, this did a like it. better job than that. I mean, that's the good thing I'll say. I mean, it took me a minute, but once I settled into, like, the middle, I was actually kind of in a good place, you know? I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to know more about Aquaman. Do you, like, what is his, like, mythology? I mean, they, they, they hint at it in the oxygen, spoiler alert, oxygen bubbles conversation about yeah. the mom and the whatchamacallit. And it's nothing that you haven't heard before. It's kind of like the, you know... King Game of Thronesy kind of we got to get rid of this kid because it's the heir sort of situation Robert Baratheon such but I mean so that's where you get like the bad boy like the drinking and all that oh uh, he's just he, I mean they he's like the it. anointed choice chosen one and right. he doesn't want to accept full responsibility so he's very content right. to it, living it, this it's, secluded it's nothing small you life you haven't basically. seen before but if you're gonna you can't just do it in fifteen seconds either just save it for the Aquaman man. Aquaman movie, or don't you know, or give me something, give me more of that. But I know that. How about how about save it for the Aquaman movie and release that before you release this fucking thing? Like, <laughs> guys, it's clear as day that this is what solves every single problem, and they didn't do it. Freaking Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice should have made a billion dollars. It should have made a billion dollars. That should have. Oh, God. And and to this day, they say, well, we couldn't pull the plug on Justice League because Zack Snyder was so far into production with it by that point. You know what I mean? But, man, oh, man, they really needed to go back to the drawing board with this because they just got way too greedy. This is this is the epitome of studio greed I in mean, Hollywood. I mean, to me, the, the reason why I think Wonder Woman is probably well, – one of the reasons Wonder Woman is probably the best character in this movie is because of that she had a solo movie beforehand. And we know where her head's at. We know her motivations. We know – we've seen her be yes. a hero so far. I mean – and I know why Warner Brothers – it's an answer to why Warner Brothers does this. They're reactionary and they're trying to catch up. We, we've This is not even like a secret. They know they, they got to catch up with Marvel. So we're going to reverse engineer it. Well, we'll have our team-up movie kind of before everybody else's solo movie. And then we'll, you know, introduce them there. But when you do that, if you streamline it then on top of that, then you're not really getting any introduction to these characters. So we got to start from scratch in the first place. But I, I mean, the thing we, is- we got we got to address the elephant in the room really quick, though. And, I, and you know, because we're complaining a lot about pacing. We're complaining a lot about uh, the editing. We're complaining a lot about. Well, I guess we haven't touched upon uh, the CGI removal of Henry Cavill's uh, mustache. I don't want. I was trying to be positive, Maddie Negs. I'm trying to be positive. positive. I was coming from a happy place. And you- no, no, I, I'm I'm filled with nothing but anger and just pure resentment at this point. I was saving I, a I whole segment on this damn CGI. <laughs> but but I do want to I do want to say I understand that as much as I think he's the, you know another Michael Bay in this industry. <laughs> Zack Snyder did undergo a, a very terrible family tragedy. He had to step away from the production. Joss Whedon was called in to for, to do these reshoots, and they had to somehow put the, the movie together still. You know, um, I understand that it resulted in this troubled production. And because of that, I can't necessarily point the blame squarely at Zack Snyder, uh, both from a place of guilt and also, too, I don't know how much of it is necessarily him and how much of it is Joss Whedon and how much of it is also the studio. So I'm defaulting my anger towards the studio I mean, in this instance. Let, let, again, a lot of this stems from the same 
place, okay? And it stems from, hurry up, get it out. We got to get it out. We got to get the movie out. We got to get the movie out. Oh, Zach's, well, we could wait a year for him to recover. No, screw that. Get Joss Whedon. Hurry up, get the movie out, get the movie out, get the movie out. Uh, Henry Cavill has made Commission Impossible. He has a beard. No, screw it. We'll do CJ. Get the movie out. This is where it all stems from, is rushing. If they'd have taken their goddamn time and thought this through, they could have easily, one, done at least prosthetics or some kind of motion capture on the main villain in this movie. Two, just let Henry Cavill, I don't know, keep the beard. It could easily be written out why he has a beard, because he has a beard in the freaking comic books. It doesn't matter. They already established that his body doesn't deteriorate and honestly human people they grow facial hair even after they're dead for about a month you could have just left it in there this anything but this stupid and i didn't want to go here man you know how much i fucking hate this thing (laughs) this 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 roger rabbit mouth thing so weird and it pisses me off because again this is my favorite superman has been in these movies because he's actually Superman, he's actually, you know, they got all his powers right, and you get to see literally all of them, and he's fun, and I can't focus on it because I'm looking at Judge Doom from fucking Roger Rabbit every time he opens his, it's, it's like, why <laughs> the fuck did they do, and, and again, I might be, I might be, apparently I'm alone because some people are like saying, oh, I didn't notice it, and I don't understand how you didn't notice it because there's clear scenes, even in the, there's a great line he has near the, end of the film and i want to enjoy it but all i'm looking at is that his mouth looks like a polar express character and it's just pissing me off like why couldn't you just let him have the beard <laughs> or why couldn't you just delay the movie why couldn't you just anything other than this i can't see an editor going okay that's it we're done that's perfect perfect shot let's go yeah. because it looks so bad and i don't give a shit about what cgi looks like but if i start pointing out bad cgi something's wrong with your cgi because i've forgiven many a film because i'd like if you get the characters right i'm usually on board with you but this was so fucking and i i apologize for cursing it's so fucking distracting and i don't know what the hell it is i can't i can't i can't not look at it i can't it's like having a guy you're having a guy with a conversation he's telling you the, the secret of life but in his teeth is spinach so you're like trying to listen to what he's saying he's giving you good stuff about you know loving thy neighbor and all that stuff but you can't focus on what he's saying because he's got that big clump of cgi spinach stuck in his teeth and it bother the hell out of me man i don't want to go here you pissed me off i'm sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was trying to think about the kind of Weed and Snyder stuff as I was watching it. And this is going to sound really nitpicky, but it's just a sort of the point that I, I, I that I kind of came away with is I tried to look for things where there was a choice, right? Like sometimes things are just sort of the way they are, but there were choices in the final cut that make no sense to me. And this is my example. There was a scene near the beginning mm. where um, the Amazons are needing to put out a warning you know, letting people know that something's going on. Right. And so right. they're doing this thing, and there's this dialogue that happens, and it's like this, and I'm going to paraphrase, right? But it's like, how will man know? You know, whoa. Okay, well, I think we get it. That means it, man doesn't need to know. Wonder Woman needs to know. So just cut to Wonder Woman. Like, we're done. We don't need any more. We're smart. We get it. <laughs> then it goes on. <laughs> it's like, it's not a man that needs to know. Okay. We still get it, you know, and then they still <laughs> go on with this whole, Diana, can you hear me? And I'm, I mean, it's just that kind of stuff. They totally had choices along the way. And it just, all those little things add to cheese for me. Like the like the whole last little truth, I have to explain what the last little truth does to a person. And once I explain it, then it works at the beginning of the movie. That pissed me off too. I'm yep. like, the last little truth compels you to speak. 
Oh, oh, okay. I'll talk now. It's essentially an exposition dump of what she's doing to him right at this point. But I think you yeah. would have got the point if she'd have just held it in front of. But it's it's not a bunch of glaring holes for me in this movie. It's a bunch of accumulated small things that just grow to this big flaw. <laughs> but I mean, again, I probably like the movie better than both of you, but or more than both of you. But it's just that CGI. That, <sighs> It 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 defeated me. It defeated me because it's it, it, it would have been better if the movie would have suck all the way. If the if Superman was just the same old, I don't want to save people because my dad told me not to save people. Uh, Superman, I wouldn't care. But because he's good, it's like oh, the cutscene is. It's like oh, I can't. I should be enjoying the hell out of this after credit sequence. But all I'm looking at is this Ronald McDonald thing on his face. It, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, L- let's move over to specific positives, okay? Uh, <laughs> Deanne. Yes. If you had to name um, a-, a positive either scene, sequence, line of dialogue, anything. I can one-up you, Matt. I wrote a list of 10 things. I made my. I went into this movie. Oh, and so you I actually said, had oh, notes. Yeah, she she yes. did her research. She, she was, she was uh, Well, prepared. this is just my little list, and I went in because I was like, I know this is not my thing. I knew it, you know? So I'm like trying to be positive. So I the entire movie, I was just focused on things I liked. So I have 10 things. Are you ready? They're fast. 10 things you like about Justice League. Go. Fist pumps. Glass of fruits. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Bruce Wayne's Mercedes was super cool. That's very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Bad jokes about wealth fixing everything. I, I mean, I kind of like that. That's very good. Um, yeah. yeah. To the bottom. Oh, to the bottom Aquaman. Like, yeah. Alcoholic Aquaman. <laughs> Stephen King references. I enjoy right. it. Yeah, that's good. Dislocated shoulder corrections. That I like that part. Good. I like yeah. that scene. Yeah. Um, Billy Crudup being sentimental. I enjoy it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they do when they are tired? Oh, that was just a question I asked myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ten things and a question about what did they do? <laughs> um, oh, God. Mid-credit scene, I enjoyed. Right. And then there's oh. a one-liner that has to, you know, that uh, the titular one-liner that I enjoyed involving justice. And those were my things. <laughs> my uh, my favorite, th- that was amazing for the record. Um, <laughs> I think the my best, the favorite, first one is the best uh, one, actually. <laughs> moment in the whole movie. My favorite, like, this this to me is uh, by far the best scene of the whole film, mm. and it also contains the best moment. It's when um, the, Superman comes back, yeah. and it's like, he's not fully back. Right, right, right. And they have to deal with this. Um and it has the moment where the Flash is moving really, really fast. It's everybody's favorite moment. It's everybody's favorite moment in the movie. <laughs> It is the the way Henry Cavill like slowly. You see why you turned. see why I'm pissed, Maddie Neggs? You see why I'm pissed? Because yes. he's great in that scene. He's awesome. <laughs> Yo, it is so so amazing. And then like, you know, they're doing this whole very very slow motion uh, fight scene that's not really in slow motion, right. but to the other characters, it's super fast. Um, you know, and Ezra Miller's just like scared to he's like the scared to death kid. He's he reminded me a lot of Spider Man actually. Never seen anybody even and the thing about it is that scene has been done before in a movie, but it's done in it was done in X Men Apocalypse. But it's done better in this movie because Cavill just sells it so well. Yeah. And the stuff he's saying, if you watch it without glasses, is great. I like the even I even like the call back to BVS. It just, I, I just, it just hurt me <laughs> because I have twenty twenty vision. 
<laughs> this is, but yeah, that whole scene when uh, those Return of Superman in this movie, though the stakes, uh, the the way they bring him back is kind of weird. But the the scene itself, the set piece itself, I think is the best scene in this movie. It's better than the the climax of this movie. Oh, absolutely! Because the minute that Batman's back into the movie, the climax loses all stakes because it's like, well. You know, it's that line from uh, the Marvel Avengers, you know, where it's like, uh, we have a Hulk. Yeah, well, we have a fucking Superman, okay? Like, you don't you don't win. You right, lose. Right. You know? so he trumps. Yeah, exactly. Don't use that word. What about Steppenwolf? So, I mean, okay. Have you guys ever seen this movie called Legend? Star Tom Cruise and... Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <gasps> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm about to say, right? You know what I'm about to say. That was 32 years ago. And Tim Curry. Tim Curry as Darkness. If they would have done that to Steppenwolf, he would have... And you got to actually use Karen Hines' actual face. Or, this, I mean, this is Warner Brothers. They did the Planet of the Apes movies, do motion capture, but they didn't do any of those things because they're rushing. Because Steppenwolf... Yeah. On paper, I'm not. I'm not a big. I mean, not only people know who Steppenwolf is, but he's not really a compelling DC villain to me. He's not a compelling DC villain in the movie. In the movie either. So it's like going in, I was kind of like, I don't really care. They better do something with the character. By the time we get to the uh, final scene, it's a fucking video game. Uh, He's he's a cutscene. He's a video game cutscene. So I mean, if 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 you give me a, a weak character. And you give me a great performance as I said, weak character. You can make it cool. Like, the Grand Master is not really a character that I really give a shit about in comic books or cartoons or whatever. But you put Jeff but Goldblum there and he's giving me something Jeff Goldblum me. Yeah. I now love this character. Yeah. But they take away they take away all that by putting a really thin CGI layer on it. And he's he doesn't he, there's nothing to the character. We don't they stripped out all of the new god stuff. I know this is like me reading off the periodic table, but they stripped away all the I mean, there's like one mention of Dark Side, one mention of the apocalypse. It's almost it felt like Alien Covenant where they just said, Okay, we're getting rid of all the engineer stuff. We're just gonna rack with the xenomorph. So we don't have any idea what the hell I the- never thought in a million years. <laughs> I never thought in a million years I would ever say this. I really, like, I was shocked when I said this out loud. I literally said, this movie needs Lex Luthor. <laughs> and, yeah, and sadly, I actually, he's great. He, spoiler alert, the odes to the, 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 that character kind of uh, is grown, <laughs> I think, on, I don't know how to say this without spoiling things. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. Lex Luthor is cool now. I mean, it's not that he's cool. He would be he's welcomed. just more yes. interesting. Yes, I would follow that. I would rather I'd rather them deal with that where cuz it puts Superman in the, in the Justice League in a situation where they're dealing with a human, not this big gargantuan nonsensical well, thing. Think of it this way for a minute. You could do something where Lex Luthor gets a hold of Flash's uh um, oh, well, actually, no, I guess Flash, uh, uh, never mind. I was going to say, maybe he gets a, a hold of Flash's costume, but then I realized his powers doesn't come from the costume. And how the hell does so Flash does... get that costume, by the way? He, uh, there's, there's, there's certain things like that, I just, I don't know. I, 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 these, these little plot, these little, little things just grow together, <laughs> accumulate at the thing where I'm like, how the hell do you get plates from NASA to make a suit, you're a, you're you're living in a factory. You don't even have a job. I, where yeah. where did you get that? Did you steal it? Did you use your super speed to steal it? Because that'd have been interesting, right? Stuff like and that. Don't even get me started on uh, cyborg. And to tell you the truth, I still don't know what cyborg's uh, power is. 
he's kind of like a, a living machine mixed with a man. He's kind of... Uh, how, how? So he's Darth Vader. And he had some sort of weird connection to those boxes, right? Right, because like I think that's what, ga- that would, that's what gave him the... In this universe, that's what gave yeah. him the whatever. But Darth Vader, he'd be like if Darth Vader in the, in the suit Darth Vader was wearing were kind of battling. He's closer to Cable, I would say, where Cable has this thing called a technovirus, which is kind of taking over his... Body or whatever. Actually, to tell you the truth, he se- he seems more like a, a human version of Jarvis, mm-hmm. where he can like hack into anything and give you all the information on power anything. set wise. Yes, but he he's always he's always fighting the urge to you know be okay. Wait, 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 hold on, man, hold on. Let, let me just cut across the bullshit here and let me just say for the record, the fact that we're even debating this <laughs> what it is. is a problem. It should <laughs> be problem. so clear That's to the fair. audience what this guy is all about and what he can do. Yeah, I guys. Mean, Guys, how did this happen? <laughs> how did we go from Batman v Superman thinking that we've learned from our mistakes and we haven't? It's the rushing. They've not say improved, but it is not Batman v Superman. If you're, I mean, if you're, if you, I, like- I, I am having a hard time, a very, very tough time over if it's better or worse because it, because it may not be the same problems, but it has different problems that equal just as much. Oh, I, 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 I think this is well. I don't know. I just when I came out of Batman v Superman, I was like angry because I was like, wait a minute. First off, oh, I, I think I was more. I think I was more angry with this because of Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, I, I, this movie is is to me. It didn't harm me as much as Batman v Superman. One, you got Batman again. We can debate this all day. Murdering people without any explanation onto why he's just doing it. And then Superman doesn't want to save people, which was set up in Man of Steel, which I didn't like anyway. Where he's just like, saving people is a burden, which is never fucking <laughs> Superman. Which I don't ever fucking what, what, make another character. I don't know why the hell you bring Superman in here, where he doesn't want to save fucking people. And he's just like, oh, I guess I gotta rescue people. That's what pissed me off about Batman vs Superman. This movie, at least, I got a Superman that I recognize, a Wonder Woman that might be—it's nowhere, it's never going to be close to Patty Jenkins because Patty Jenkins nailed the hell out of that character. But it's not like, you know, a complete 180 degrees on this. So, I mean, in Flash, I think maybe because I had my expectations at the right level going in, it did not harm me as much as Batman v Superman harmed me. That's that's fair. That, that's a fair thing to say. I mean, you know, I think I think Flash is introduced well enough. I, I think out of all of them, I think Flash actually yeah, his, is his solo movie will the be good, I think. The best. His solo movie will be good under the right, you know... Right. Well, and that's where they at least were trying to combat, you know, some of the complaints about how just joyless, you know, right. some of those other ones are, right? He's kind of supposed to be, I got the sense he's supposed to be sort of the, the lightness a little bit. Um, right. And I think it worked in moments, but it, I thought it was a little inconsistent. I don't know what you guys thought about that. Nah, I definitely think so too. You know what was also inconsistent? Jason Momoa r- takes off his shirt. Henry Cavill, <laughs> he has a whole sequence where he's fighting without his shirt. Ben Affleck, Keeps that suit on the whole time. Never <laughs> you wanted some off. Affleck abs? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm just saying. I, I just wonder why. I, for a movie that you know clearly is trying to sexualize both its men and its and its female uh, lead, apparently, I was just very curious why Ben Affleck didn't want to show off. That's all. But <laughs> like I said, inconsistent. I mean, they had an opportunity in the scene where. where uh, with the shoulders situation, but well, I mean, that's a, that's what I thought. That's what I thought we were heading, you know. And then I thought I thought the two of them were gonna, you know, hey, maybe yeah. there's some spanks going on or something. <laughs> Got a spank situation. <laughs> and, and this is also my other thing that really bothers me like so much. How does a super a super god like creature get 
in bed with a normal human and not utterly destroy them. Control. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> restraints. It's part of the reason why to this day, like when Lois Lane like wakes up in her bed and she touches the empty spot, the first thing that went through my mind is, oh, she's very grateful for that. <laughs> I think it's all about control, man. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, anyways, I'm I'm done. I'm done ripping on this whole series franchise because this this whole thing just gives me reasons to joke about things like this because it just doesn't make any sense and it's just honestly it's a parody of itself at this point. I can't take these movies seriously. I really can't. And I'm glad that they injected some humor into this. I'm glad that I had a moment or two where I could laugh. Yeah, the pet cemetery joke was funny. You know, fist bumping was funny, you know, but in the end, that doesn't make for a great film. You know, you still got to get character and plot right. And unfortunately for this, the plot literally amounts to we're going to get all these guys together, but it ain't going to mean shit. We just got to get the big guy. It's Avengers. Mm -hmm. I, I, I keep wanting to not bring up a Marvel movie, but it's the first Avengers movie. A horn character seeks a box that opens up a thing that brings somebody else down to block. It's Avengers movie, but I mean, they stripped away a lot of the characterizations of these characters, uh, characterizations of these characters, all of their origin story, and we don't have any of the previous movies to build off of. So we're dependent in this movie to learn everything we need to know about Aquaman in 10 seconds. We're, we're dependent on learning everything we need to know about Cyborg in 20 seconds flash we kind of have the the you know we we kind of got this the cw show kind of to help us guide us into who this character is and he has probably more of the origin than anybody else but it it, it just needed more for this movie to be strip line if batman vs superman was two hours and they actually focused it on something instead of, you know, whatever the hell they were focusing it on, Anne Rand, they, then I can understand. This Justice League does not need to be two hours. It's a, it's a, it's a movie with, like, six characters. You, you need more meat. You need to well, understand who these characters mo- are. So much more than that. <laughs> Amy Adams is wasted in this. Jeremy Irons is wasted in this. Diane Lane, J.K. Simmons, Connie Nelson. They, they, like, they, they, they all, they don't get their due. And it's a, it sucks because the main characters don't even get their due to your point there, uh, DJ. So nobody is getting their due with this. I mean, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so where would you guys rank it? I, I'm, I am curious about that. Is this better than Man of Steel? For me, yes. I'm not a huge – again, what they the, – the, the bad taste that Man of Steel left in my mouth about Superman pissed me off so much. Like, again, coming out of this movie didn't piss me off. I was kind of like – all right, well, I kind of felt like how I came out of, again, another Marvel movie, Doctor Strange, where I was like, well, if you just take the good that's in there, because this movie does have good moments, real as you were saying earlier about the, the Flash Superman stuff and the whole Superman Resurrection stuff, it has good stuff. If you, you just need a captain of the ship that knows what the hell he's doing, or she's doing, Patty Jenkins, to take over this good stuff and get rid of all this other shit and focus this movie, because... If I had to rank it, I'm putting it under Wonder Woman, mainly because the other films in this universe I hate. <laughs> I do not like yeah. Batman vs Superman. I hate Suicide Squad and Man of Steel. Man, it's right. Man of Steel is, is fighting back. Is these two movies, Justice League and Man of Steel, are fighting for me for number two? Yeah, I would say for me, I'm I love Batman. That's what I grew up on, like those right. original Tim Burton movies, and then obviously I watched the cartoon and I love the Nolan movies. So. 
Batman v Superman is that feeling you guys talked about where I left angry, you know, because like yeah. that was like my character. And at this point, I've accepted it, I think. And so I was probably just less angry. And so I actually preferred that to uh, I preferred that to um, Batman versus Superman. I actually didn't mind Man of Steel because I think I wasn't as passionate about Superman. You know, I, sometimes I think it's just whoever you're drawn to. <laughs> right. Like, don't F it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, it's clear that Wonder Woman is the best film overall. Um, I would then put Man of Steel in second place. Mm -hmm. Then I would put... Oh, man. Then I would put Suicide Squad. Oh, you're out of your mind. Really? Okay. All right. So I'm with you on the first two. But number three... Yeah. (laughs) Number three would be Justice League for me. And then I would tie Justice League and Batman v Superman. <laughs> There's the no way Suicide Squad is better than this movie. <laughs> That's blasphemy, Matt. That is, there is no way. Batman attacks a father <laughs> and their child in an alleyway. You want to talk about a departure of a character? That, <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm, that's not even getting into the editing of the movie that was done by a trailer house. Suicide Squad is the worst. The worst. It just shows how angry Matt is at this movie. He doesn't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's lashing out. <laughs> you know how much I hate you, Justice League? Suicide Squad's better than you. <laughs> Are you two done? <laughs> God, I just want to brood, all right? I just want to to stay in my corner and brood. He just wants to process by a window. That's all he wants to do. No, we're not rude. You know what? It's like comparing two piles of shit, right? Right. One one is less, you know, one's the Jurassic Park pile of shit, and then one's like, you know, the Mighty Ducks pile of shit. We're with you. One's a little bit different, you know? Different piles of shit. That got that, okay. That was good. That 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 totally just broke me out of my funk See, just now. Mighty Thank Ducks you, does it every time. Don't be mad at us. <laughs> We're just playing. DJ, final yes. thoughts. Great out of ten. Oscar potential. Uh, <laughs> Oscar potential. Uh, I know it ain't gonna be Oscar for CGI. I can tell you that shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, Imagine if it is though. Oh God. Well, Suicide Squad won an Oscar, so I God knows what the hell's happening. Uh, <laughs> I, I, again. This film compared to the others for me personally, because Batman vs Superman is the most one of the most pretentious films of all time, and Suicide Suicide Squad's not a movie; it's a, it's random images in a fever dream after you tell them like a line of cocaine. So I'm gonna say this is not as bad as those films, but it needs work, and I and I'm interested into seeing whatever director's cut they have of it, that maybe they. I don't believe I'm saying is fill in the holes of this movie because this movie does has holes, but it also does have very good things. If you wanted to see the Superman, a, a Superman, an actual Kal-El, you're, in which they did say you're going to get to see Superman, you're going to get that Superman. He's just going to be, you know, half of a Nickelodeon cartoon, but that that's fine. Uh, Batman, Bruce, uh, Ben Affleck's portrayal of Bruce Wayne is still good. But this is probably the last time you're going to see it. And Wonder Woman, though it's a step a step down from her Wonder Woman performance in the Wonder Woman movie, uh, she is. I, I think Gal Gadot has been proving me wrong ever since she got this role. So, I I, I think out of ten, I'd give it a six. I give it a six out of ten. Okay, I am a four out of ten. 
Um, and I wish that uh, we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, I would love to know what George Miller would have done in 2007 with with this whole thing. That would have been super cool to see. I prefer that. Um, and there's no Oscar love anywhere near this movie. That's what I got for you. Two. <laughs> Two. Okay. Hey, what did you you said what you did for Batman v Superman before, right? What did you grade that? Two. Two. I was on for that show. (laughs) And you were very, very angry at that movie, if I remember correctly. (laughs) I just don't care anymore. (laughs) This movie, you see what you've done, DC? He's apathetic. You've broken him. You've broken Matty (laughs) Nash. God, you're making me sad, Matt. Are you going to be okay? I don't know. (laughs) He's looking for a a boom tube. This boom tube is out of here. I'm, I'm sure when I see Coco this week, you know, things will get better. Everything will change, yeah. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> see. In any event, though, um, oh my gosh, outside of some moments that made me laugh, um, the Wonder Woman character, I know some people are saying that she's a bright spot in this movie. For me, uh, she was practically almost ruined just because she's under the direction of a 51-year-old masculine child in Zack <laughs> Snyder. Flash. And uh, Flash is fine you know he provides most of the humor here but cyborg i i just couldn't understand what was going on aquaman um i i'm not a fan of the whole yo i'm a bro you know i can't i, I can't do it um superman awesome loved it um i was really really into it for sure i just don't like that uh you know Di- diane lane and uh amy adams kind of get shifted completely right. here yeah uh i guess ben affleck was I you know it was it's it's interesting because I remember in Batman v Superman Ben Affleck as Batman was actually my favorite part of that movie right but here I feel like Ben Affleck is just falling asleep well he's looking for the door he's looking for the door yeah he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't care anymore because That's he a really knows good point. Yeah. he was the best part of Batman v Superman Ben right. definitely knows that after directing Live by Night and you know that film didn't do well both critically and financially right and to be associated with this franchise which is if this weekend's box office is any indication is also starting to dwindle and critically is also bad I mean Ben Ben's career almost ended because of films like this and right. then he has this huge rebound he wins the Oscar for best picture for Argo and here he is again, you know. So yeah, I could totally see why he wants to get the hell out of here. It's not, it's not, it's not worth his fun because he think he just did this because he's always wanted to do Batman and he wanted to have fun. But it's like it's so much, it's so much pr- not pressure. It's just so much drama around this. It's like it's not even worth my time. <laughs> I just need to get the hell out of here. And what I've heard is that they they made the decision to at least try to find a way for him to get out. February, so that's why they were filming this movie. So you could you could see it on his face in certain scenes where he's just like, "Yes, I'm I'm Bruce Wayne, I'm Batman." But again, he's when he's doing the effort, he is a good Bruce Wayne and a good Batman. It's just the effort is not there anymore. <laughs> so I I definitely definitely agree with you. I I think we need this standalone Batman film. I personally I would love to see Ben Affleck continue to play it, but. If it's going to make him, you know, choose more interesting projects and it's going to result in a better career for him, I'm all for that because I love that era of Gone Baby Gone, The Town, right. Argo, you know, and he was doing um, State of Play and 
uh, other you know, what, what else? What, whatever movie did he act in that he was Gone Girl? Gone girl. You know, like Gone that era, awesome, that, that, yeah. that little era right there for Ben Affleck. I, I'd like him to you know be able to get back to that because I actually started to turn a corner on him during that time in a very 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 positive way. Now it's like, buddy, I'm just hoping for the best for you <laughs> and that you make it out of this alive. Because believe me, we still have we still have a lot more of these films to look forward to, and I swear to fucking Christ, they better get their shit together. Because so, what is next? <sighs> like they'll just be the next Wonder Woman, I guess. Aquaman is next in December of next year, so you have a thirteen month gap between another okay. DC movie. So, so they're doing an Aquaman standalone. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, with uh, James Wan is directing it. I think it's oh, damn near okay. done, I believe. But uh, I mean, I again, it. it, it <laughs> I think the best movie to do after this would have should have been Flash, but they don't have they keep firing directors. So because I think of all the characters that are new to this universe, he might be the best one, especially because he's a lighter character in terms of tone. Right, it would have been better to do. But Aquaman, I don't know. There's so much experimenting going on. I like James Wan, but whew, I don't know how that's going to work. And you have such a big the gap is so, you can have three Marvel movies, three Fox movies, and two Sony movies superhero movies that come out before Aquaman comes out. Maybe it'll give us time to forget this piece of shit and move on. <laughs> have have wide open eyes again and hope that everything can be better. Because isn't that what Superman represents? He represents fucking hope. I had hope for this movie. I had hope for this movie. I really did. You don't have to save anybody, Kal-El. And your, your favorite movie, uh, you don't have to save anybody. Let, them, let the kids die in the bus. Let them die. Let them die. Fuck them. <laughs> no. Now, in the eyes of Warner Brothers in DC, I have died on that bus. All right. <laughs> Deanne, where can I find you on the internet? Um, I am at TweedledeeD33 on Twitter. And watch Mudbound on Netflix this weekend. And there you go. Lady Bird, please. Yes. There you go. That's mm-hmm. th- now that's that's a recommendation we can all get behind. Right. DJ, where can I find you on the internet? And thank you for coming again, man. Oh, no problem. No problem. My yeah, pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, trying to be DJV uh, sip, uh, at Simple Tweeters is where our show is, and I'll be uh, going to watch uh, a, a lighter movie, or I guess it's a sheet TV series, The Punisher. That's also on Netflix. <laughs> and if uh, we're if we're all making recommendations here of stuff to see other than Justice League right now, I'll continue the trend by saying uh, you can find me online at Next Best Picture. Thank you so much for listening to the Next Best Picture podcast review of Justice League. Mm. Oh, anyways, movie recommendation I would definitely recommend over this. Yes, Mudbound, Lady Bird, Punisher series. Give it a shot. I don't know. I haven't checked it out myself yet, but I think I am going to do it based upon DJ's recommendation here. Do it. And I also definitely recommend Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, if it is playing in your area. A really, really, really fantastic mix of comma and dramedy, something that Zack Snyder knows nothing about, apparently. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. The DC fans are literally going to send me death threats Final this week. Final And I really, really, really could not give a shit. Next best picture, you can send them in over there, people. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, and CastBox. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know that you hate my fucking guts. Or you can let us know that you agree with me and you rated us five stars. I will say that the second option is preferred over the first. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you all next time. I've 
never seen that. This, this, even for Batman for Superman, you weren't this angry. <laughs> and we were God, both I angry. I love it. It's we were hilarious. On, I was on the show and he was angry. We were both like this, this it was dueling rage, but he was never this angry. <laughs> Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.